0: All right, Of duty. You you to to the of the than to criticize others. others. And the criticized others. Elevated transcendentalists. Elevated the transcendentalists. they sometimes the rules and regulations of the Vedas. It may sometimes forego the rules and regulations of the Vedas. Since they do not need to follow them. Since yes. they do not need to follow them. Just as the demigods travel in space. Just as the travel in space. by The, the behaviour of the most elevated transcendentalists and that of the most fallen conditioned soul appears to be the same. The elevated transcendentalist can surpass all the regulations of the Vedas, just as the demigods traveling in space surpass all the jungles and rocks on the surface of the globe, although a common man who has no such ability to travel in space has to face all those impediments. Although the most dear Lord Shiva appears not to observe all the rules and regulations of the Vedas, he is not affected by such disobedience. But a common man who wants to imitate Lord Shiva is mistaken. A common man must observe all the rules and regulations of the Vedas, which a person who is in the transcendental position does not need to observe. Daksha found fault with Lord Shiva for not observing all the strict rules and regulations of the Vedas. But he <laughs> asserted that he had no need to observe such rules. It is said that for one who is powerful like the sun or the fire, there is no consideration of purity or impurity. The sunshine can sterilize an impure place, whereas if someone else were to pass such a place, he would be affected. One should not try to imitate Lord Shiva. Rather, one should strictly follow one's prescribed occupational duties. One should never vilify a great personality like Lord Shiva. Thus ends the Bhaktivedanta Swami. Translation purport to the fourth Srimad Bhagavatam, fourth canto, fourth chapter, 19th verse, spoken in Christophe 5, 2005, fifth month, 30th day, 519 day of Gauranga Maha Prabhu Hira. year of Prabhupada Hira. Prabhupada 108 key? Yeah! This very heavy part of the Bhagavatam because uh, Sati is exposed to Vaishnava Amarat. That's the most painful, despicable. poison to be exposed to. It affected her so famously that she decided to emulate herself in yogic fire and discard the body which was connected to a Vaishnawara and in her fire. Mahaprabhu advises us to avoid Vaishnava Aparat. Vaishnava Aparat, Matal, Hati, Upareva, Chinde, Triad, Sukhi, Jai, Fata. The elephant. If the elephant gets let loose in an added condition, in someone's nice garden, an elephant can create havoc with the garden. Nicely nurtured plants, trees, flowers to be crushed can be ripped out from the ground by the rampaging elephant. So the example is given that the the root of a devotional creeper. The creeper is being pulled out. From the ground, if you we'll take a plant and pull it out from the ground, do so the leaves immediately fall off from the plant? Do so they immediately turn brown? It may take two days to completely dry up. But because the root is pulled out from the ground, the nourishment has stopped. So this example is given that in our devotional creeper, when we engage exposed <coughs> to severe Vaishnava Aparat, it's like pulling the creeper out from the root. We don't get any more nourishment and then we systematically start to dry out. We lose the taste for chanting. We lose the taste for deity worship. We lose the taste for reading. We lose the taste for preaching. We lose the taste for book distribution. We lose our devotional service, ultimately. And we just like that dried out, trampled plant which the elephant has pulled out from the root and trampled on, we become a dry, crisp, devoid of Devotional enthusiasm. <laughs> then it's easy to go with chronic offense, going on offending and offending and offending, to try to substantiate why I'm not feeling the spiritual happiness and love thing. They just start to become more and more critical until so finally completely leave devotional service. <laughs> So this, what would be worse? This is why Sati is saying this is like taking a poison. Better to, when you take poison, the best cure is to vomit it out. Even on some of the liquids in the bathroom, it says that by some reason, somehow you swallow it. Vomit it out. So we take a poison, we want to bring it out. So we want to take out all the poison from us. She had her way of doing it. But prevention is also said to be the best cure. We should avoid the of apparatus. So it says the better to engage ourselves in our occupational duty than criticize other. We do (coughs) a devotional service. We stay engaged always in serving and preaching. We don't have time to hear the criticisms of others or to speak negatively about others. Sometimes we're put in a situation by our service, like a spiritual master, or maybe a temple manager, where we have to oversee people in their spiritual life. We have to find out defects sometimes in order to take remedial action. For that reason, some very, great devotees of why they're taking this island. If they didn't want to get into that type of fault-finding, actually, <coughs> some of the Prajavarsi associates of what here. <coughs> they just, uh, just like Narayantham does talk about the book and that they took a while back to it take any disciple, but somehow they didn't break his vow, it's an exception. It's not clear why each individual made that decision, but sometimes we hear such reasons may be one of the reasons that his soul I don't want to get into that type of analysis of people's effects and defects. So we try to see the good in others, like what Chaitanya advises, Kitaniya Sadahari. Offer respect to others, don't expect any respect for oneself. That's another way of avoiding offending. Try to see the good. Even more advice that we have to give some constructive criticism, we should also see the good in others first. We should appreciate their good qualities and then give their constructive suggestions. It becomes, uh, obviously, Daksha is a chronic offender. That's why Shiva didn't even want to go to his function. Advice is why you don't go. And she went and immediately she was exposed to offenses against Shiva. Who is who is the great devotee. Greatest devotee, Vaishnamaya. The 12th candle, Bhagavatam, it says amongst all Vaishnava, just like Shiva, is the greatest amongst all rivers, like Ganga, is the greatest amongst all Shastras, the Bhagavatam is the greatest. So Saksun exalted Vaishnava is <laughs> able to drink an ocean of poison and not be affected. ...cannot be judged by ordinary... regulations Because Daksha is like... Uh, in India they have a kind of brahma, they're called Smartas. They are very much into the rules and regulations. Any small defect in someone's practice or rules of... Regulations they want to criticize. Now, of course, things have degraded so much that even the smartest don't follow very strictly, but a few of them are still left that follow. But the criticism uh, they go on amongst those who follow, or try to follow, the think they follow. So it seems that daksha is that type of uh, Niyamagraha, very much attached to the rules and regulations, so he's finding out some faults with Shiva, failing to see all his good qualities. advised at a certain time in his time, the pujaris had become very critical about the book scriptures. <coughs> Because they thought, well, the book distributors would sometimes not have as clean a cloth as they come off the street. There would be different, so there was this kind of <coughs> condescending attitude from the pujaris to the book distributors. Because they were not necessarily as such. <coughs> so then Srila Prabhupada took steps to correct that. That everybody is doing the service of Krishna and that the Pujaris are there to decorate the deities because the preachers, they have to go out and they have to be exposed to so many materialistic people. They're doing a great service for the Lord. So when they come back, they can see the beautiful forms of the Lord and this will be purifying for their minds. But the Pujaris shouldn't think that because they're doing eating worship and they will be very clean that those who are on the street distributing books are lesser. But rather they also, as their need for worship, as their transcendental devotional service. And they're giving their heart by distributing transcendental literature. It's very easy because our egos are always there that we want to think ourselves special. And someone may think that their service is better than another's. And that's what can go to another extreme where they start to criticize the others. To make oneself feel more elite or more elevated, special. And then again we are in involving ourselves in this Vaishnava <clears throat> We should do our devotional service, do whatever our prescribed duty is and not be overly bothered about other people what they're doing. If It's our specific service, then okay, maybe we have a service to check on people. Then that's the one exception. But otherwise, why should we be so much looking for other people's faults? We should look for our own faults. We should see the other devotees as better, try to see their good qualities, see (laughs) what defects we have and how we can purify ourselves. (coughs) Sri Prabhupada was so special because (coughs) he would not stop glorifying Krishna and glorifying the Vaishnavas. He avoided commentaries about other Vaishnavas. sometimes in extreme circumstances when we were exposed to some criticism then for our protection he had to warn us that these are the dangers, these types of things you should be exposed to. He practiced uh, always Gurufray and Krishna. He wasn't even he was invited to join the court cases to fight over the birthplace of Chaitanya, but he said, I'd rather build the Mayapur project and do my own preaching than fight over the bricks of the birthplace. Lord Chaitanya, we know him as the most versatile. It's Pati Pavam. But he was very strict when it came to Vaishnava Bharat. When he saw Devananda Pandit, after he had offended Srivas, he publicly chastised him. But he committed a Vaishnava Bharat. You are not having any devotional quality. Your Bhagavata classes are very dry, speculative. A pure devotee like Srivas comes to your class and you are offended. Publicly chastised. Very hard for a cow Pandit to accept. The heaviest example that I can think of is Chapal Gopa. The Chapal Gopa also he offended. Seemed like Sri is the most offensive person. He didn't offend anybody. He just tried to do his devotional service. He was promoting the Sankirtan movement by his providing his guardian, the Srivastangana. In spite of being such an offenseless, such a humble devotee, somehow he attracted offensive people. Maybe sometimes offensive people pick on such humble devotees. Chapul Gopal, as you know, he painted goat's blood all over the door of Shiva's and put a tray with a goat's head that was the way they cut the head off for offering to Kali and put the, the other quote-unquote, prasad. <coughs> Kali prasad, like uh, intestines and other beautiful things there that the government, <laughs> And this plate. So then when Srivast opened up his door and found the doors completely painted with blood, then there's this train in the front with all these horrible, unmentionable things and the goat's head and everything. And some java flowers and... Puja implements worshipping daily. It was very disgusting. And some other brahmins were looking and you know, he said, look here, now I'm worshipping daily. And everyone knows he's a pure Vaishnava, he doesn't, he's a pure vegetarian, he doesn't offer goats in there. So actually, Chi Chi Chi, who did this to you? Who made this man? Nobody took it serious. He was not implicated. This became like a bad joke. It didn't (coughs) take off. (coughs) So you had to bring the sanitary technicians and they cleaned up the place. (laughs) (laughs) And, but we know that Chapa Gopal got leprosy after three days. His in those days, the lepers were outcasts from society. <coughs> so from an active, tantric, <coughs> shakto, priest, enjoying life in whatever level of society he was in, now he was an outcast, a leper. So he lived inside of the Ganges out from the city, and his fingers were rotting and decaying. There's something, I to Ayurveda, leprosy is a, a disease of the ears of the body. The ears don't go to the extremities, and therefore, it, the circulation doesn't reach there, and uh, therefore, the body starts to rot. There's a lack of circulation. And gradually everything the fingers round and round and round. The arm until it's materially dead. So here he was after some years. He was already partially decayed. Chapal Gopal saw Lord Chaitanya walking by. And he fell at Lord Chaitanya's feet. My dear Gauranga, Pati Bhavan, please, you are the only one who can deliver me. Who else is there in the world who can deliver a fallen soul like me? You are Pati power Please, please deliver me. I am suffering so much. I want to be your devotee. Normally, Lord Chaitanya will deliver uh, people. But this time, Lord Chaitanya became very stern, very forceful. He said, you have committed a Vaishnav Aparad. You are a Vaishnav Aparadi. You are going to go to hell and you are going to be burning there, you're going to be suffering. How can I be saved? What can I do? The only way you can be saved, you must be forgiven by Srivastankur. I cannot forgive you, because you have offended my devotee. Very unusual to hear such heavy Helen Brimstone from Lord Chaitanya, the loving avatar, but because he is also the Lord, he doesn't forgive people for offenses made to Vaishnavas. We have to be forgiven from the Vishnu. Then the associates who saw this, they said, i Chapa will change your heart, you'll become a devotee. So they went to see Srivas and said, Shiva, please, you have to forgive Chapa Gopal. then you'll become a devotee. And said, how can, I, how can I forgive someone? How can anybody, Offend me. I am lower than a worm in stool. There's nobody lower than me. How can anybody offend somebody who's lower than me? And like this, he was going on and on, deprecating himself and humbling himself. And this devotees started so scratching and to look at she was. They weren't doing anywhere. You don't think you're a devotee. Okay, that's clear. But somehow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thinks you're a devotee. <coughs> and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu won't give his mercy to Chapo Gopal unless you forgive him. If you don't forgive him, he's going to be burning in hell. Do you want him to suffer because of you? anybody to suffer for me. No, no. No, no, no. no oh no, no, no. I don't want him to suffer. What, what can I do then? Then you have to go and get to say and you forgive him. Whatever it is. Whoever you are. Lord, whatever. Lord on thinks things. And you're the Lord And if you don't do that, he's not gonna get the mercy. Okay. okay, okay, then I'll do it. I'll do it. i it. Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day, and don't forget to like and share our channel.